You are listening to Alter Echo, a scripture and message podcast with pastors Andy Smith and Kim Kylo of St. John's Lutheran Church, ELCA, Lakeville, Minnesota. Thanks for joining us and worshiping with us. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Alter Echo Sermon Podcast. This is your scripture and message for Sunday, October 30th of 2022, which we in the church, um, or the Protestant church at least, refer to as Reformation Sunday, a day that we commemorate, um, remember, and honor our shared legacy of uh, Martin Luther's tradition of nailing the 95 theses, meaning his 95 theological points of protest, basically, on the door of a church in Wittenberg, Germany, and invited the church in his day to look at some ways that, in Luther's opinion, it was not living up to what God had in mind for us as the church. Now, Luther never meant to create his own church um, or a brand new denomination of any kind, but we are part of the millions of people who live in his legacy. So we remember that today um, and celebrate that our church values being able to take a hard look at itself and point out where we might be falling short of the glory of God and where we might strive to follow God in a new way together, albeit imperfectly. So here is your scripture and message for Sunday, October 30th. So our first reading for today is from the book of Romans, chapter 3. If you've got your Bible, um, open along and read with me. And if not, you can pause it and go get your Bible. Uh, and read along at Romans 3, starting with verse 19. Now, we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be silenced and the whole world may be held accountable to God. For no single human will be justified in his own sight by deeds prescribed by the law, for through the law comes the knowledge of sin. But now, apart from the law, the righteousness of God has been disclosed and is attested by the law and the prophets, the righteousness of God through faith in Christ Jesus for all who believe. For there is no distinction, since all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. They are now justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Jesus Christ whom God put forward as a sacrifice of atonement by his blood, effective through faith. He did this to show his righteousness because in his divine forbearance he had passed over the sins previously committed. It was to prove at the present time that he himself is righteous and that he justifies the one who has faith in Jesus. Then what becomes of boasting? It is excluded. By what law? By that of works? Certainly no, but by the law of faith. For we hold that a person is justified by faith apart from the works prescribed by the law. Here ends the reading. And now, our Holy Gospel from John chapter 8, starting with verse 31. Then Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples. 
and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. They answered him, We are descendants of Abraham and have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean by saying you will be made free? Jesus answered them, Very truly, I tell you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not have a permanent place in the household, but the son has a place there forever. So if the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. Dear friends, this is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Now, I found this, uh, this meme, I suppose, for lack of a better word, on the internet earlier this week, and it says this. Let me just pull it up actually here so that I get it right. Coffee came to Europe in the year 1515. And Martin Luther, our forefather in faith, sparked the Lutheran Reformation in 1517, only two years later. So folks, beware the caffeinated pastor. But um, <laughs> Happy Reformation Day, everybody. Happy um, remembering our legacy and our tradition in which we are but a small part in a much bigger stream of the many, many, many um, great cloud of witnesses, people of faith. Last week, uh, as Pastor Andy invited us to reflect on our own humility as sinners before God, um, he identified something really important in our lived experience um, that's really prevalent in this time, the experience of being overwhelmed. And today, I would like us to think about its unfortunate accomplice, being stuck. <laughs> We often, uh, I think these things often go hand in hand, um, that when we are overwhelmed, it, it is often because uh, we feel powerless. We feel that things are out of our control um, and that we are somehow out of options. We are stuck in our situation in some way. Do you ever have that? that you find yourself doing the same things over and over and it really just isn't working. Maybe you're wanting something to change in your life or to have a different result, but you just can't see how that's possible <laughs> because nothing seems to change or you don't know how to change or what would even be the first step to going about having change in your life to try to impact this whole big stuck thing. Did you know that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results? And yet we find ourselves stuck in this way. So when I hear in the gospel reading from John today, that the truth will make you free and the sun sets us free, you will be free indeed. It occurs to me that as so many of us are trying to cope with a sense of being stuck, it might be helpful to describe what it means to be free. People who are not free, we know, do not have choices or options. And so I think a simple definition with a really big theological implications is this. 
to be free is to be able to say no, which can be really hard for some of us, feeling that we are not free to say no to things for any number of reasons. So whatever holds you back from saying no, I would like you to try a little something with me today. So repeat after me. I can say no. I am not bound. I do not have to. And last but not least, God does not require this of me. If the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. And brothers and sisters in Christ, hear me today. The sun has set you free. Jesus has saved you. You are able to step off the proverbial hamster wheel of life that compels you to try to do more or to try to do it all, at least when it comes to God. We are not stuck on a never-ending uphill both ways climb when it comes to God. Like our Jewish siblings in the gospel reading today, we are descendants of Abraham, which means that we are people who live in the legacy of relationship. Relationship with God that is built on trust and love. Relationship that is built on the promise that this one relationship between us and God is better and safer than everything else we could ever know. Because freedom in relationship means that God's love is no matter what. No matter how badly you mess it up, no matter how many times you break your promise, no matter how many times you or I might fail on our end, God's love is for you no matter what. The sun has already set you free. The truth of Jesus' love that gives us this freedom we receive because of our relationship with God is grace. Grace doesn't get rid of the idea of sin or the reality of it because we are still captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. Did you hear that? Cannot free ourselves. But instead, what grace does is proclaims that we are free from having to bear the burden of paying sin's debt because Jesus has paid it for us and then some. And by doing so, Jesus allows us to have a permanent, irrevocable place in God's household and family together. The check for our debt has been signed. It is paid in full. There is no outstanding balance that remains up to you. Because frankly, friends, you couldn't pay it if there was. So you will know the truth of Jesus' love for you, and the truth will set you free. And as our namesake, Martin Luther, so astutely reminds us, the true freedom of a Christian 
means that because we are free, we have the opportunity to be joyfully servants to all. We do not hold our freedom only for ourselves, friends. We are compelled to proclaim freedom for others, to announce with our words and our actions of compassion and justice that God's love is for everybody, especially for those who are not yet free. We are free because we have been saved by grace through faith, as we hear in Romans. We are free to live in full confidence and trust in the grace of God. So like we did before, let's practice saying yes this time to what we are free to do because God has accomplished and secured our salvation on your behalf and mine. So repeat after me. Today I say yes. Yes to compassion. Yes to showing care. Yes to serving. Yes to loving myself and my family. Yes to loving my neighbors. Yes to loving people I don't understand. Yes to following Jesus. Hear the good news, children of God. When it comes to faith, we are not stuck in a spiral of sin and death. We are not doomed to a life sentence of paying off an insurmountable debt to our God. We have been set free by the grace of God. So, in Reformation tradition, let's go grab some coffee, church, because the world needs to be unstuck. The world needs to be set free to be reformed. So let's get going. Amen. And now God's word is alive in us again anew. And we get the blessing of being called to let it echo through us out into the world in which we live. Everyone, if you wish to give your offering now to support things like this podcast and the work and ministry of St. John's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, I invite you to do that. Please go to our website at sjlcl.org. I'll repeat it, sjlcl.org. And up in the right-hand corner, you'll see a little button named Donate. Hit that button and you can give your offering to God and for the work of God in the world through this church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Thank you in advance for the gifts and the offerings that you give. And now as we go on our way, we are sent with the blessing of peace, the benediction. Dear friends, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, till we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. God loves you, everyone. God be with you until next week.